Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. I am the Ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the Ferryman of Souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? All I ask for in payment is a tale. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. Binge the season of The Passage now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Welcome to another phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me. The podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories. And we finally work to prove the ideas that you, the listeners, have. You have a theory about Michael Clark Duncan, we will get to the bottom of it. Let's get to the bottom of that big motherfucker and what happened to him for real, for real, you know? Who knows? Who knows? knows? Omarosa knows, I'll say that. I bet she knows. Facts. She don't want to talk about it. I'm David Porter. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Langston Kerman. Well, this is going to be a fun one. We're doing what, what we always do with the mini episodes. We, we're taking the listeners' bullshit and we're making it into gold, I say. Absolute gold. Oh, Jerry. You all send us your nonsense, and and we do our best to to help resolve it. And today's conspiracy theory, I would say, is is top notch nonsense. I would go so far as to say top notch, top notch, peak nonsense. Okay, I'd say. Okay, Th- this message comes from a person named William. William sent us a message where he says, "Listening to your pod with Idris Goodwin." Uh, And it got me thinking, I wonder if the prison complex, music industry, and manufacturers of shirts and pants way bigger than necessary unified to not only promote gangster rap, but also kill off the more clean-cut, socially acceptable boy bands, which was a calculation to drive demand, increase policing, or if it was just a side effect of the goal, whatever the case, I'm sure the answer is white devil. So I I think what he's suggesting here, William, is that there was an intentional killing off of sort of like the more palatable black image for the sake of gangster rap in order to help uh, support 
the prison industrial complex. Unfortunately, I, I, I might be, I, that I could, that, that seems feasible. To You're me. bought in. I'm just saying, you look at R&B, what would they rather have us doing? Fucking? Uh-huh. And starting families with you, girl, wanting to be the one? <laughs> or killing each other? Or doing sure. crimes that will get us to... R&B is only going to get you a family that maybe is a little bigger than you have the money to support, let's be honest. Yeah. But not like... It's like... it. It's not breaking... The core tenets of R&B aren't going to break down the culture as in the way that the core tenets of hip-hop is. I, I can see it. I can yeah, see and it. I, I will say, even to that point, the old R&B... Now, new R&B sort of does some weird shit, but old R&B was, was really about the nuclear family. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they were real rooted in a mommy and a daddy and a, and a baby, and we all live together in the same house. Bullshit. Yeah. And now new R&B is like, Why did you say bullshit? I don't know. You know don't you have a mommy and a baby that you live in a house with? Yeah, I feel like I'm getting scammed every day, if I'm being <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> Hey, man, I could be fucking and sucking right now. (laughs) And I'm hanging out with y'all. This is is trash. That's what single people always think. They could be fucking and sucking right now. (laughs) It's 3 p.m. Hey, there's some 3 p.m. hoes out there that I could be enjoying. All right, that's fair. And here I am. Uh, So, yeah, what do you think about it? I'm for it. It, Listen, it doesn't sit wrong in my spirit. I'll say that. I don't. I don't know, you know, he poses the question, was this sort of like an an intentional erasure or more of just a thing that they realized later? And we had this argument before. I am never of the belief that the government has like this giant master plan as much as I think they just take advantage of moments. So when I, I, if I were to make the argument, I do think there's some logic to they see the rise of gangster rap and sort of like this thing happening and they go, hell yeah, we're. We're fine with that. We're right. cool with whatever the fuck that is. And if that keeps y'all from feeling like uh, building nuclear families and, and supportive homes, yeah, go crazy. And if that means we got to tell Jodeci to put their shirts on, we're fine with that too. Right. Especially coming off the 80s, right? Coming off of Reagan privatizing prisons. Now prisons are making money. Now mm-hmm. that there's this art form that like makes a, you know, streets to the prison pipeline, it does like. It does kind of all flow to that way, and it flows to money, which makes sense for me. My man said something about the metaverse, which maybe I don't understand. Oh, that was in the last one. Oh, never mind. That was in the dumb guys. <laughs> You're still so angry. For those that are listening, at one point we thought we were doing a different, uh, uh, a different conspiracy theory that David could not have been angrier at. No, he was a stupid person. Uh, <laughs> it was just not well thought out. It was very bad. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, I agree with you. I also think the government is maybe more spread out than we like to think. Whoa, say more on that. Like, it's not like, I mean, you look at all these things that are happening right now with states' rights and have always been. So it's like, obviously, the government, the federal government isn't maybe moving as a unit with state governments in the way that, like, would have a rollout like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I do think that, like, overall, this thing started to make money. And if it makes dollars, it makes sense, especially in the United States. So, like, I think it was, like, Gangster Rap probably happened organically. And then 
it was just everybody ate it along. Whereas, like, if you remember in the early 90s, late 80s, there was also a pretty big conscious black movement. Yes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There was, like, self-destruction, you had it for self, and all that kind of shit. So yeah, there was Queen Latifah like, never made a negative song in her whole career. She's not a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and that movement did not go anywhere. It wasn't, to your point, aided along in any version of it. Now, it, it was successful largely because of sort of Black people in reinvesting in themselves and right. sort of identifying themselves inside of it. But it certainly wasn't a thing where like, oh, we're all agreeing that this is the best thing to support financially right. on a global scale. Because it had no corporate, there was no, it just seems like on the whole, there was not any gain to be made from it, from white America. You know what I yeah. mean? It was, also, it was also empowering and it didn't, like that kind of message, that's empowering and that doesn't. That doesn't invest in fear of the other mm -hmm. like gangster rap does, right? Gangster rap, no matter how much they consume it, it's still always them from a place of safety viewing these black people as these big, scary people. It, like, public enemy doesn't do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling, is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, we'll boot it. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano. Huh? Oh. Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters, the theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. 
good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Additionally, during that same period, we did see a similar influx of that pseudo, because it wasn't like the positive shit you're talking about that like you would see in a, a public enemy, a tribe, whoever the fuck it is. But it was like the the sort of fresh prints of it all. Right. Where it's like just truly like innocuous music that isn't picking a side. And that music was successful. Right. Like right, the, right. the MC Hammers, the the Fresh Princes, the whatever it is. And part of that is them being like, no, we're cool with y'all being complete harmless little kitty cats or absolute murderers. We're not going to allow you to like preach positivity to yourselves and then become greater. But even even that, the Fresh Princes of what and whatnot, even that did kind of die off to where mid to late 90s, the even the pop rap, you know what I mean? Nelly mm-hmm. has a friend with a pole in the basement. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like even the yeah. popular rap was not innocuous. No. It was there was no longer any Will Smith. Even the pop stuff was still kind of these 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 kind of damaging tenets. Yeah, country grammar. Yeah. Country grammar was like the number one cutest song in all of America. And the dirty version of that song, the chorus is him talking about spraying up the block. That's like what I'm saying. Like it didn't. So even that innocuous soft rap didn't didn't stay. Yeah. It was the the gangster shit is what kept going. Crunk, like 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 all that type of shit. That's that's what kept going. Even that even that little stuff was like I would say as short lived as the pro black shit. But gangster rap somehow has maintained throughout this entire time. And are you of the mind that 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 is because of intentional work on the part of like the powers that be government reps, whatever the fuck it is? Or is this just sort of like the movement of sort of like time and and evolution of of the work? I think if you are selling to a primarily white audience, I think that and I don't know how conscious this idea is. But I think that it is always easier to sell them, to sell them us as some kind of cartoonish freak thing that they could look at and mm. kind of be like, it's like going to a zoo versus the idea of like selling them the fresh print. Because the idea of the black middle class was very prevalent, at least on television during the 90s, right? Sure. Family Matters is is the most middle class family uh, maybe ever on television. Yeah, uh, the Parenthood, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, they were rich. Like, but even like Moesha, like her dad owned a car dealership. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying. So like, but I think music wise, yeah, I think they it's this idea of like debase them and sell them as that, sell them as sex, sell them as violence. Sex and violence still sell more than anything else here, right? So if you have a whole people that you can like tokenize as that. 
why w- why wouldn't they push it that way? Damn. There's not a lot of money in white people just being like they're just like us. It's uh it's it's sad. I don't know that William this uh conspiracy theory made anybody feel good or funny. No, I'm upset. It, it seems like we you might have nailed it or at least nailed something in in what you've unpacked here. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you, William, and uh everything that you've put into our lives. We were having a good day and then you showed up with your negativity and now we resent you and everything you're affiliated with. How's that? 100%. Well, we did it. I, I think I think we nailed it. Bori, could you tell the people where they can find you and what cool shit you have going on? I'm on Instagram at coolguyjokes87. And, you know, if you want to see my dates, go to officialdavidbori.com. I have all my dates up there. You could buy a T-shirt and whatnot. That's good enough for me. Fuck yeah. Buy a T-shirt. Check out the dates. And as always, you can follow me at Langston Kerman. And if you want to send us drops, if you want to spend, send us your own conspira- conspiracy theories. And if I learn to talk, you can send it to mymamapod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. That's it. We did it. Bye, bitch. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode.